Korea is a very conservative country back then. They didn't like my background. Okay. Because some woman teaches us. No way. Can you believe that? So your company is now at 100 people. You have over 100 courses. You guys are doing 20 million annually. Everyone has experienced one or two crises in our lives, right? I've experienced many. I've been broke. I've lost my job and my career. But I believe every crisis contains a message. For me, each crisis was a life's way of making me search for answers. Every time that process of searching made me a better person. So it definitely wasn't easy, but it was worth it. We stand today. The business method with a shadow. The business method. The business method podcast. The business method podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs' systems, methods, tools, and tactics. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring over 500 episodes of entrepreneurs and high-performance experts dissecting their different methods, tools, and strategies so we can apply them to our businesses and lives. We've been fortunate enough to interview some of the leading experts in business and performance today. The billionaire CEO of Priceline, Jeff Hoffman, the CEO of Chipotle, Monty Moran, world's top big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, the first black woman to build a billion dollar company, Janet Halroyd, world's top investment expert, Jim Rogers, and the list goes on and on. All of these guests you can find on the podcast backlog using Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and any podcast app you prefer. Also, you guys, have you started listening to our micro high performance episodes yet? We've taken the most powerful tips and tricks from over 400 interviews that our guests have shared on how to optimize their own personal performance, and we've made them into digestible micro-podcast episodes that are just two to 10 minutes long. We publish these on Monday and Friday each week, and those episodes are labeled as HP number 123456 and so on. Those episodes are live now, and they're designed for you to consume some quick, high-quality content while you only have a few minutes to spare. So be sure to subscribe to the Business Method podcast on your favorite app so you can get those delivered as soon as they're live. And now, let's hop into today's episode. The Business Method. Hey listeners, real quick before we get started, I wanted to tell you about our trips and adventures for entrepreneurs. We have live events in different locations around the world, luxury trips to the Caribbean, adventurous trips to knock off your bucket list, and of course some private business events as well. If you're an entrepreneur, we'd love to have you join us. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at thebusinessmethod.com to stay updated. And for those established entrepreneurs out there that want to be involved in a community that is curated specifically for seasoned business minds, then we have a group for you. Inside this group, we have private live events in different locations around the world specifically for our members. We get those members in a place where they can connect, collaborate, and grow their companies faster just by being around one another. We also organize private podcast viewings and Q&A sessions with some of the world's top entrepreneurs like Jim Rogers, Alex Hermosi, the CEO of Chipotle, the marketing mind behind GoPro. And as a member of our group, you'll get to hop on calls with our podcast guests regularly to ask them any questions you want. And the last benefit is access to private world-class masterminds that are specifically curated for whatever challenges you're going through at the time. Our purpose with this private community is to help you expand your network, connect with some of the brightest minds in business today, and help one another overcome business challenges faster. You can learn more about our community at thebusinessmethod.com. Remember, subscribe to stay updated. And now, 
Let's hop into today's show. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. MK Kim is one of Asia's most mm-hmm. sought-after sought motivational speakers for nearly 30 years, and she is the author of the top best-selling personal development books in Korea, selling over 5 million copies. In 2019, MK founded MK, MK YouTube University, which became the largest online institute in Korea that now mm-hmm. has over 1.4 million subscribers and more than 60,000 students from all over the world that are currently enrolled. MK YouTube University, or MKYU, is an entirely new educational model that combines YouTube and online university structure, offering a variety of high-quality classes. The students personally have formed independently more than 200 book clubs globally to support one another. MK Show is MK's talk show and is acknowledged as a representative Korean talk show where the international bestseller authors star in. MK has interviewed influential people and celebrities such as (laughs) Gary Vaynerchuk, Jim Rogers, Scott Harrison from Charity Water, and James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. MK has been called the Oprah of Korea and she's on the podcast today. MK, welcome to the show. How are you? Wow, thank you very much. You did a research about me a lot. Of course, yes, of course. <laughs> Hi, it's very nice to meet you. My yes. name is MK Kim. Thank you for having me. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, but my English is not my first language. In fact, this is my second English language podcast. Well, so I'm, I'm sorry, my English isn't perfect, but I'm very happy to talk to you today. Yes, that's that's okay. We've had some people on the podcast that speak perfect English that you sound much better than they do for whatever reason. So we're doing great. <laughs> Sometimes wow, people talk too fast and you know you can't understand them and mm. they're on bad headphones or whatever. And okay. um, yeah, mm. so I, I can understand you perfectly and, and it's coming in very clear. So yeah, and we're, we're flattered that uh, were your second English speaking podcast uh, that you've came mm-hmm. on. And so we're excited to create um, some good content and learn about you. And we can then share that with our English listeners and uh, get your message out to the world and, and what you're up to, which is really exciting. Um, but you're in, you're in Seoul, Korea right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're normally based at. That's your home, correct? Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I, I'll, yeah, I've been living in Seoul for the last you know, 58 years then. Okay. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Almost 40 years. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and so we'd like to get to know you a little bit mm-hmm. better. So you've been, um, speaking in Korea, motivational speaker for almost 30 years. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does one start to become a speaker, a uh, motivational speaker in Korea? Mm. Uh, after graduating university, I graduated university. My major was music composition. Uh-huh. I became a private piano tutor. I taught to two students. I started very small, uh-huh. uh, but I loved it. You know, uh, you know, I discovered that teaching children was all about communicating with the mothers. I was really good at it. Okay. So my tutoring job grew. I decided to open my own piano academy 
but I didn't have the money, so I had to borrow money from the bank. Okay. So it was just so daunting and scary. I couldn't sleep. I got up at 4.30 every morning for almost six months. Uh-huh. And I would go to my piano academy. I just sat there in the dark. I could choose to either cry or do something. Uh-huh. So I wrote letters to the mothers telling them how much I cared about their children. And they loved it. Uh-huh. I didn't intend that. This is really great marketing strategy. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that because I graduated in music composition. Okay. Uh-huh. So I didn't know about managing or what is the marketing? What was the marketing? But yeah, the world of a mouse helped my business grow. Yeah. Before long, I had more than 200 students. Okay. okay. Nice. Yeah. Two years after he established my piano academy, some guy called me and he wanted me to invite he he wanted to, he wanted to invite me to give a speech uh-huh. in front of a large group of members. Yeah, that piano teacher who are, are working the same thing, yeah. teaching piano. And I said no because I had no experience to give speeches in front of people. Uh-huh. So at that time, I was only 27. Okay? Right. So, but, but he called me every day until I said yes. So eventually I said yes. Then yeah. I gave speeches that teachers, 500 piano teachers. Uh-huh. But that, you know, that was so amazing that I don't know why, but you know, that piano teachers started to cry <laughs> to hear my message. Yeah. So I talk about you know, why I got up at 4.30 every morning. I was desperate that, yeah, the bank, the the death of bank. Right. And and talk about, yeah, my, that letter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, and talk about many experiences during that yeah, teaching piano or co- how I communicate with the mothers. Wow, so their response was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh my God, it could be my calling maybe. Yeah. Okay, so I decided to yeah, turn my career to the to become a motivational speaker, and then I sold out my piano academy okay. with good money. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah. Um, so yeah. is is motivational speaker like it's it's pretty mm-hmm. common in the United States. Now I've I've mm-hmm. lived in Europe also, where it's not as common, and, I, and in fact they kind of have a a they frown upon motivational speakers in Europe. And because mm-hmm. they think they're fake gurus or they'll say, you know, it's, you know, many different reasons, different culture, right? In, no, Cor- right. in Korea, is it common to, uh, to be a motivational speaker? Are there many of them? Now, it is very common. Now and, it is. Okay. Yeah, to be, now it is very common to become a motivational speaker. But 30 years ago, that was 30 years ago, uh-huh. only male lecturer yeah they are doing that okay 
there's only a few female motivational speaker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then become what is that doing that? Because you know, the Korea is a very conservative country back then. Right. Because okay? some woman teaches us. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Can, can you believe that? You believe yes. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that is very conservative culture in Korea. And my background, they don't like they didn't like my background. Yeah. Two things. One thing, I'm a woman. Woman. Right, right. The second thing is my background is music. Right. It was music, okay? I didn't graduate yeah, education or sociology or something. So right. they you know, didn't like my background. So yeah, I'm trying to very, very hard to yeah, let them know about me. Okay. I had to testament. Yeah. Yeah, of me. Yeah. I'm really good. Yeah, I'm really good at it. Okay. So that was very tough. So mm -hmm. I see, I, I understand why they, they compare you to the Oprah of Korea because Oprah was kind of like one of the first big female talk shows in the United States mm -hmm. that started yeah, right. about 30 years ago, right? And mm -hmm. um, it, was, it was refreshing for a lot of women to start to hear Oprah and then Ellen came along and mm -hmm. females felt they had a voice. The women felt they had a voice and a place to go mm -hmm. to, to feel at home. Um, so I'm guessing, you know, in knowing a bit about Asian culture and Korean culture, that mm -hmm. the women were really, really glad to have you as kind of a a spokeswoman or, or a place to go to listen to, like a fellow female to listen to and 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 relate to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Thirty years ago, there's only few women working in the public. Yeah, okay. public factor. Yeah, you know, like a, there's only maybe a one or two women women are working at the are were working in the company mm -hmm. or board members, but. So I represent, I, I think I representative that woman's life, okay? Right. So I, I told you I written over 20 books. Right. The most, the most bestseller was that uh, uh, if women have a dream, then you never gonna get old. <laughs> Something like this. That's a great yeah. title. Yeah. You're a good marketer. Yeah. I know you're a good marketer. You're this amazing title. <laughs> so, if you have a dream uh -huh. and pursue or achieve much your dream, then you you're never gonna get old. Yes. That, yeah. That many married women, they lost their job after the marriage. Yeah. Okay? Because they have to take care of their children and their husband yeah so they lost their path yeah then i tried to get back their dream again mm. so the marriage woman in their 30s in their 40 or 60 they were really crazy about my speech right yes. yeah because i representative their sorrow or their sad or mm -hmm. their yeah difficulties yeah so were you raised by parents that were that that taught you as a woman to follow your dreams 
Yeah, yes. My parents, yeah, I was born and raised in the countryside in Korea. Okay. Not very poor or not very rich. My mom was a seamstress who ran a small shop uh, in our neighborhood. My father was an elementary school teacher. Mm -hmm. But actually, my mother was a breadwinner of my family. Okay. And my father... Always quit his job. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was an entrepreneur in his heart. And he no, went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he tried. He tried to build his own job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eight times. Okay, <laughs> then every time he built his job, his his business, it went bankrupt. Oh, no. So yeah, yeah, my mom. Yeah, had many, many difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because of my father. But <laughs> my father, so my mom was very, very busy to right. make money and working very late to sew. I always, when I, after uh, school, that there were always my father to wait for me. Mm -hmm. Then he is a really great listener. He always asked me, MK, okay, sir, how was your day? Yeah, he always asked about my day, then I would talk for like, yeah, three or four hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. And then, yeah, he was a really good listener. He always said, well, me and Kay, you are a really good storyteller. You are an amazing storyteller. Yeah. So I think uh, my mom, inspired me to become a career woman yeah okay? and my father encouraged me to become a motivational speaker yes so after i became very famous in korea then my father would say you know yeah i'm a part of your success okay <laughs> <laughs> i made you <laughs> Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, give me your money then. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I owe him. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's amazing to hear your story uh, mm -hmm. because a lot of Americans for sure don't understand the the progress that Korea has made over the past 30 to 40 years. Uh, we've seen mm -hmm. our own progress in the United States, um, in North America, but we don't, we haven't seen that progression, and it's been significant. Korea has went mm. from uh, to uh, went from a poor country essentially to a very wealthy right. country now, and mm -hmm. it's one of the probably one of the better places to live on Earth now. Yeah, I've uh, been there. I've been there. Yeah. I was very poor. Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And it's gone through a major transition, and it's really cool that um you know women can get their voices it can be entrepreneurs mm -hmm. in korea mm -hmm. and have people like you to look up to and inspire them so that's fantastic hey real quick to the listeners out there i want to ask you something what are you doing to optimize your day-to-day -day performance and productivity levels you know guys we talk about this a lot on the podcast and we're always trying to learn more and more about how each and every one of us can optimize our performance the reason why I'm asking you is because today our show is sponsored by the good folks at Seize. 
Seize is a mental wellness company that aims to empower entrepreneurs and high performers with supplements to enhance their productivity and minimize their pain points. Flow is their flagship product, which is a ready-to-drink powder that comes in a 30-day stick pack that works as an energy and focus enhancer. Flow was created to improve your focus, increase your alertness, enhance your creativity so you can tackle the prime tasks of the day while staying in a creative flow state. On top of that, there are no energy crashes with their product flow, which means an improved mood and enthusiastic approach to business. These benefits are a supreme advantage for entrepreneurs and high performers to sustain their performance on a regular basis. Flow is an instant and sustained boost. It can be a replacement or enhancement for coffee, so you no longer require many cups per day to combat lethargy and the sluggish part of the day just to stay on top of things. Flow will give you what you need to get your brain cells firing so you can optimize your work results, hit your goals, have more time doing what you love, and spending time with loved ones so you can seize each and every day day. When you sign up for Seize's VIP list, you get first access and can receive 50% off the pre-launch offer, you guys. That is half off during this pre-launch offer. Just head over to Seize.life forward slash the business method. That's Seize, S-I-I-Z, Seize.life forward slash the business method to get your discount. We'll put all the links in the show notes, you guys. And now let's hop back into the interview. So then, then essentially... So you launched your university a couple years ago, but essentially mm-hmm. for the past 30 years, you were, you were a motivational speaker and an author, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had, you had a talk show as well, right? A tele- were you on yeah, a television show? I, yeah, right. I had a talk show. Uh-huh. After I became a motivational speaker, then some guy called me. He is working on that. The MBC. MBC is the... Uh, most fa- is the best one of the best broadcast station uh-huh. yeah in korea okay so he want me to air my talk show on tv yeah that was almost 10 years ago okay so then yeah why not <laughs> i said yes yes it is really great opportunity yeah to show my to ha- having a my own show so uh, I've been yeah, airing my show almost for five years. Yeah, yeah on, nice. On, on, on TV. Yes. And then, uh, then, you know, the the TV show was great. It's not, is great. Yes. Okay? TV show was great because, yeah, we have YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Okay? So... That was four years ago. Yeah, I've been, I've been a motivational speaker for the uh, last 30 years. Right. And four years ago, I had no idea what what is about, what what YouTube is about. Wow, really? And many yeah. people said, yeah, many people said YouTube business is great. Then I said, what is great? It is, yeah, you upload your video clip on YouTube, then it is free. <laughs> It's free. How can you make money right. from YouTube? Right. Then, then it is. Uh, so four years ago, I met some guy. I met a guy. His uh, his name is Doty, who is very famous YouTuber in Korea with twenty million subscribers. Okay. Yeah. He he was gamer. Okay. okay. His fan is a uh, kids, young kids, right? Elementary school kids. So and he. 
guide me or he taught me what is what kind of a business model YouTube is like. Right. So I I'm really good at learning something new. Yeah. So I started to read everything about YouTube business, okay? By reading newspapers or books, many reports. Then I then I realized that wow, this is gold mine. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so I decided to start out YouTube business. But the only problem is that I didn't have any help, any any help or any staff, any employees to help me. Okay. Okay. So I didn't know how to record or how to shoot. Right. So on this is yeah, only I had okay? Okay. <laughs> iPhone. Yes. <laughs> so I started to record by my iPhone. Uh -huh. Okay. That video clip was only one minute long because you know why? <laughs> I have no idea how to edit. So I <laughs> recorded only one minute long. Uh -huh. So I uploaded a one minute long video, video clip every day. Uh -huh. So the response was amazing. Okay. At the beginning, the video was only one minute long because I didn't know how to edit. That was four years ago. Now, MKTV currently has 1.4 million subscribers. Yes, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, our revenue from YouTube channel is about $2 million a year. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. And yeah. <laughs> so that, that first MK, the first video you upload uploaded, the, mm -hmm. the one-minute one, um, yeah. how long, uh, or how many, how many views did you get? Like, did you upload it and get a bunch of views and you thought, oh, wow, mm -hmm. this is amazing. Or what happened? Mm, my first video clip. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand views. Yeah. hundred thousand views. And how long? And how long? Uh, maybe a month. Yeah, okay. uh, not not a month, a week, a week. Okay, yeah. wow. It's not big. It's not big number these these days. But back then, four years ago, it was really it was really really big. Especially for your first video too. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So MKTV later became the basis of MKYU. Right. So MKYU uh, found is founded from. MKTV. Okay. So what the what's interesting interesting is MKYU first started out as a study community. Okay. Just for fun, not a not a real business model. Right. This is a study community was for my YouTube subscribers. Mm -hmm. Every week I recommended a book on my YouTube channel, then my subscribers would read the book. Mm -hmm. upload their reviews and then we discussed about the book right we use the free online platform there are so many yeah, free platform out there so I, I we used neighbor cafe which is very yeah famous Did it's, you say it's best yeah. neighbor cafe yeah neighbor okay. Okay. neighbor neighbor is just like a google in okay. korea 
Okay. Okay. So MKTYU started out very small, like a fandom-based free book club, like a book club. Right. So I managed this book club for almost a year, mm-hmm. and then after the pandemic, this book club has dramatically transformed into a real business, as an online online university, MKYU. Okay, let's go back to you starting to mm-hmm. upload uh, videos. So, mm-hmm. so YouTube's the biggest video platform in Korea. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We don't have. Yeah, compared to, you don't have any platform okay. to compare to YouTube channel. Yeah, okay, right. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that you said right? <laughs> no, no, maybe I don't know. Like, <laughs> if it's okay, it's okay. If it works, it works. Um, yeah. So, so you uploaded your first video, and then did you mm-hmm. decide to start uploading videos every day or every week, or what did you do? Yeah, every day we upload. upload at least five video clips a week. Okay, five a week. Nice. Wow. So now we have more than two, probably 2,000 video clips on my YouTube channel. Wow. 2,000. Wow, yeah. nice. And mm-hmm. and so then you started the book club, and mm-hmm. uh, the book club was online, correct? Or was it in person? Yeah, right. Online. Yeah, right, online. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. and... Now there's there's 200 groups in the book club. Is that right? Yeah, okay. right. Mm-hmm. And so are they meeting on their own or are they part of uh, a paid book club or how does that work? That was free. Okay. Not paid book club. Okay. So my business, MKY's business model is not about book club. Okay. It is, we provide many courses. They you have to learn right now. So then they purchase the, each of them, each each courses. Each okay? course, okay. L- yeah. So let me explain how I started with that MKYU business and okay. uh, about the business model, okay. my, our revenue or a secret of success, okay? <laughs> secret of success. Let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, all right. Yes. Secret of Yay. success. Okay. <laughs> so... During the pandemic, I could no longer give speeches anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had tons of time. Okay, so I I I, I no longer could, I I could no longer give speeches anymore. Right. So I started to focus on that book club, free book club. Mm-hmm. I decided to build this book club into a real business. Okay, because I couldn't go lectures anymore. Right. So let me take you back when this all started for me. I still remember the date. January 22nd, 2020. I gave last speech of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never thought it would be my last. The manager at the company said, well, MK, this situation will probably be over in a month or two. In the meantime, think of it as a long vacation. Then <laughs> that's what I did. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> all yeah, we all did. We all did. Think yeah. That, yeah, we yeah. all did. Yeah. So I read a lot of books, spent quality time with my daughter. And of course, I watched Netflix every day. <laughs> of <laughs> the, course. Yeah. <laughs> Months passed like that. Uh-huh. Months passed like that. And however, over time, the situation became very serious. Yeah. The social distancing order issued. I was doomed 
my job revolved around the speaking to a live audience. Right. But I couldn't anymore. I was terrified of not being able to give lectures and even more afraid of not being able to make money. Right. For the first time, the professional speaking industry came to a halt mm -hmm. so completely that there was no restart inside. So one day, my accountant said, boss, you know, we are going to in serious trouble if this continues. Mm -hmm. We can't cover all the expenses. Now, the pause in my speaking meant that my company was in jeopardy. Right. Yeah, my employees' livelihoods were at stake. I became desperate. I had to do something, anything to find a way out of this crisis. Right. To keep all my employees. But I had no idea you know, where to begin or what to do first. It was a single swim. So I chose to swim. One day, I was reading a newspaper, you know, uh, a picture jumped out at me. It was a picture of college student holding up a protest sign like this. Okay, uh -huh. says he wanted a fifty percent refund for his college tuition because you know his classes had moved online. Right. Yeah, and it hit me. That hit me. If a student were only you know asking for a fifty percent refund, uh -huh. that meant they were still willing to pay the rest. Right. Okay. For that yeah, lecture. Okay. The rest of the online classes. Right. So I think, wow, this is something. Because, you know, Zoom classes or online, online video clips, everything, is, now everything is profitable. Mm. That means... My old video clips were now valuable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Things are different right now. And the, the fact, in fact, the people developing the new habit or new, new behavior for paying for online classes mm -hmm. or Zoom classes, yeah, video clips, yeah, it is, it was a revolution. Yeah. So, wow. Then I decided. And move all my content online. So, wow, that was incredible. So at this wow. time, how many YouTube subscribers did you have? That time, how many? Mm, 500,000. Okay, yep. 500,000. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 500,000. Okay, so, and so I told my employees, yeah, from now on, we are no longer just a content company, okay? From today, we'll become a digital company, okay? Uh -huh. My employee were shocked. They right. said, oh, are you okay, MK? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> they thought I lost my mind. They thought okay? you got COVID and went crazy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> then I said, Life after coronavirus will be a different, completely different world. Mm -hmm. The formula for living, making money will be completely new. So I, I, I've identified the four river formulas that will bring our company back to life. To make it happen, however, 
there is something we must do first. We must completely reset the way we operate right. our businesses. We need to reboot. The reboot means reset. The first thing I did after moving to the digital world was to open a very special course at MKYU. Okay. I didn't thought, I didn't think it was it's going to be successful because mm -hmm. it is very difficult to accept my student, except for my student, because their course is named Digital Transformation. Right. <laughs> Digital Transformation. You know, I, but I really believe the digital, you know, everything is moving to the digital world. Right. Okay? So we have to accept this reality and we have to adjust very quickly to the new world. In order to, you know, to do that, we have to learn about digital transformation. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but the response was overwhelming. More than three people took the class. Most of my students were women in okay. their 30s to 60s. But how many people so, took the class? 3,000. 3,000, 3, okay. 3, yeah, 3,000. Yes. So can you believe this? Wow. Thousands of your average person trying to get just-in-time education about this new concept. Absolutely. The digital Absolutely. Yeah, transformation. How, how so much did you, sorry, how much did you charge for that class? For three, $300. $300 yeah. times 3,000. $300, yeah, yeah. So that was nice, okay. Oh, <laughs> Don't calculate that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes. All right. So, five months into the crisis, unfortunately, my company continued to function. We yes. moved everything on our uh, online platform, MKYU. Yeah. And so, not only did I not let go of any of my employees, go, any of my employees, but I was also able to grow, grow my business and yes. hire new employees each month. Uh, how so, many, how yeah. many employees MK did you have uh, before in January, and then how many employees do you have now? Yeah, my company went from 20 employees to 100. To 100, wow. Okay. Yeah, Five times yeah, the growth. So, yes, so I it is very ironic, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, right? The pandemic had changed my life and my career, which was all good thing. Yes. Well, the, the yes. important thing is, I think the, the most important lesson in that story mm -hmm is that when there was a crisis, you were open-minded enough to shift and to, to, mm -hmm. to do something new. And so when the pandemic hit, we opened up masterminds for online entrepreneurs. And we had, I think, 72 people sign up. So we mm -hmm. were helping 72 businesses guide through this pandemic. And mm -hmm. MK, there were so many people that were were too stubborn to shift and to try something different. 
It was hard for them to create new messaging. It was hard for them Mm -hmm. to create new marketing. Uh, Mm -hmm. They didn't want to change because they thought, you know, this would be over in two or three months. And so a lot of people lost a lot of money. And one of the things we kept telling them is you have to, you have to shift. You need to change your messaging. You need to change even your products you sell. But you were so good at that. Like you saw what was happening and you did that immediately, probably because of a lot of fear. You didn't want to fire your employees, right? And and Mm -hmm. so you decided to do that, which is incredible. Um, and, and it has put you where you are now. So, yeah, I think we have to know about the pandemic. The mm-hmm. first one is, you know, the money moves to the next world. You know? Right. Yeah. Many people are complaining about who is changing this world so fast. OK, yeah. but you are you are changing this world so fast yeah. because you are choosing to shop online, taking online classes for your survival. Yes. Okay? Before the pandemic, our industry was combined with analog and digital system. Mm-hmm. But we were forced online during the pandemic. Not that we've experienced that comfort of learning and working online. We know that we can't live without this technology. Yeah. So now we can see the money is moving to the next era. Yes. So many big company, they moved online already. If many big company moved to the another world mm-hmm. or next era, always take the profit, mm-hmm. their money with them. Yes. So that's why pre-coronavirus time, no money. Okay, there's a lot of people and no money. Okay? Right, right. Uh, Post coronavirus times he- here, then only few people and lots of money. Yeah. So what is your choice? Yeah. You must learn and digital technology or about new world and adjust, adjust something new. So this is the right time to adjust something new absolutely everything is everything is just changing right now yeah so maybe i think this year is very important time the last year yeah we were daunting okay (laughs) we didn't know we had no idea what is it what is coronavirus but today and, and this year it's the right time to prepare for our future yeah okay so, but don't say like, how can he go back to the pre-coronavirus days? When when will be you know, end over this coronavirus days? So no matter how tightly hang on to the past, yeah, yeah, you have to you know, move to the yeah, next world. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I really want to people. Yeah, I would really want to people to yeah learn about that and you move to the another world. Yes. Yeah, I, and and all of us like I think a lot of people are really hoping that uh, mm-hmm. the you know we just get back to normal, but we're never gonna get back to normal. There's no, there's no the norm old normal is gone. We have a new normal that we have to embrace, and um, the more we embrace it, the better off everybody will be, really. 
Okay, so you so you went from book clubs, you upload, uploaded videos on YouTube, so you've got YouTube subscribers, and then you guys, Corona happened, so you started putting things online, uh, launched your first class, 3,000 people mm -hmm. signed up, which is incredible. And so how many courses and classes do you have now? More than 10, more, more than 100 courses. Uh -huh. uh, we provide two things, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, MKYU, this is a uh, continuing education system, right. online platform. Yeah, the, so we provide two things, a sense of community, feeling like a student again. Right. And yeah, and they belong to a school. School. Also, yeah, also knowledge. Yeah, it is the type of practical knowledge we can apply to their business and life. Right. We are trying to help students' success. When it comes to teaching, I run a few courses myself, but 90% of the courses are taught by uh, many professionals with right. expert specialists and professors. Then my company is working with a uh, hundred employees. One team is in charge of developing the courses. Another team is focused on marketing. I also have a team for IT. And another team is dedicated solely to managing the students. Mm -hmm. so, and we have, yeah, yeah we offered more than 100 courses to our students. So you mm -hmm. so you're offering many different types of courses. There's no one yeah. central focus. That's that's incredible. And and do your courses MK are they still $300 a course or do the prices differ uh, per course? Uh, yeah, my the costs range from 100 to 500. Okay. So our company's revenue uh, it's increasing every day. Congratulations. <laughs> it's about, it's about uh, 18, oh, almost $20 million dollars wow. a year. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yeah, let's just, just clap for that. Like, clap for MK. But that's that's what happens when you, I mean, it seems like your career, you focused on giving. Even from mm -hmm. your first piano business, you were giving to the students' mothers by writing them letters about how much you care. <laughs> then you were giving to your audience as a, a, a speaker about like your true heart's intentions, right? On how mm -hmm. they can right. help themselves. And, and now you're giving to the world, and even with your YouTube videos um, and your TV show, but now you're giving uh, classes to the world. And when you, when you focus on giving and helping others, uh, quite often there's that shift that happens. You have this amazing mission, a shift happens, and you start to make incredible uh, amounts of money, which is phenomenal. Um, your, your courses, MK, uh, do you sell them all individually or do you sell them in packages? Um, can you buy like five courses or do you have a curriculum? Um, you know, you need these 10 courses to get this sort of thing like universities have. We can sell sometimes a package or to individuals or a business to business consulting yeah, okay. style. So we can sell this program to big company. Okay. Right. Or some yeah, associate or, or some 
the business club or association. Right. So I really want to my business to expand another country, <laughs> but we do service only Korean the language. Right now, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, right now, but I have a plan to expand our business globally. Mm-hmm. What's What's the next country that you would like to serve after Korea? Yeah, in the U.S. The United States. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, United States. Yeah, because um, I have we have many students. The five percent of students are living in in the U.S. right now. Five percent. Yeah, there are so many Korean American. Right. You know. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there are many people. So are you starting to really have courses my... in English, or are they the ones for the U.S. students? No, are, Korean. They're in mm-hmm. Korean also. Korean, okay. yeah. I told you, Korean-American, they yeah. really love Korean, <laughs> speak Korean, yeah. Uh, but, good. yeah, you know, I've been studying English for the last five years. Oh, yeah, five years. Actually, three years. And so, you know, the studying other language is not easy. No, no, it's it's not not easy. If I started study English, maybe a five or six years old is okay. But, you know, so when I started to English, study English, my friend always said, no, no, MK, just give up. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it, it is impossible to be fluent as our age. Uh-huh. But I said, no, if somebody can do it, then I can do it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. You're so NK I, I keep... Kim. You're the you're the hero of Korea, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So, so yeah. your company is now at 100 people. You have a, over 100 courses. You guys are doing 20 million annually. And uh, you want to expand into the United States. What are some of the other, do you have any other main projects that you're working on? Or is it just focusing on growing the university right now? Yeah, only focus on MKYU. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, you know, as a digital company, have you guys come to the point where you accept payments in cryptocurrency yet? Or are you uh, only accept payments in, in Korean dollars? Mm, only except yeah Korean yeah Korean ah yeah mm, some Korean American or some my students from another country uh-huh. they use PayPal ah yes so that then yeah we can yeah have a uh, money from them as a dollar but yeah. only a few okay yeah mm-hmm. makes sense okay mm. well that's fantastic I'm I'm I think your business is amazing I think you're what you've done with your company is amazing and uh, you've just done a fantastic job. I'm really, I'm really excited for you. Yeah. I think we've talked about everything. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Yeah. Is there anything else we should talk about? I want to say this, you know, uh, everyone has experienced one or two crises in our lives, right? I've experienced many. I've been broke. I've lost my job and my career. But I believe every crisis contains a message, a question Mm -hmm. that needs to be answered. 
for me, each crisis was a life's way of making me search for answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time that process of a searching made me a better person. Yes. So it definitely wasn't easy, but it was worth it. The pandemic is asking us, how can we survive in this situation? If we find a way out of this crisis, we'll come out a better person living a better life. Yeah. So we'll not only survive, we'll thrive. Yes. So now is the time to end the pause and start to reboot. Hope is still with us. Absolutely. So don't worry. Yeah. You, I can see your inspirational speaking skills coming out right now. Like that's... uh... Don't worry. We will. There's there's yes. great things happening on the other side. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. MK, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You've shared some really valuable tips and, and strategies that you've used to grow your YouTube channel and to grow, excuse me, the YouTube university and all the things you've done over your career. So congratulations with everything. And I guess if the listeners want to reach out and learn more about the university or anything else, uh, mm-hmm. how they can follow you online, where's the best place they can do that at? Yeah, you can go to MKYU and you can check it out my YouTube channel, MKTV, and also check it out my book, Reboot, on Amazon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Reboot before we leave. Yeah, Reboot is about, yeah. How to average person? How to it, it, my book? My book reboot is is about individuals. Mm-hmm. How the average person can get back up on their feet again during the pandemic. Okay. So yeah, this reboot yeah gives you comfort and encouragement and yes. motivation for life. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, MK, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your tips and tricks with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And listeners, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you guys for tuning in once again, and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners, thanks for joining us. And once again, we wanted to remind you about our adventures and trips for entrepreneurs in our private community. If you enjoy luxury trips to the Caribbean, going on bucket list adventures around the world, or just traveling to connect with other established entrepreneurs, then be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to stay connected at thebusinessmethod.com. That's thebusinessmethod.com. Thanks for joining the show today, and we'll see you on the next episode.